When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Dave here with Cathy. Say hello. hello. Uh, we are about to go to the cinema, surprisingly. <laughs> Just for the, for the fun of it, really. Yeah. Um, nothing's really jumping out at us, so we think we're going to go to Money Monster, the George Clooney, Julia Roberts thing. I think it's the autobiography of the, um, the famous serial uh, uh, mascot. Believe. You're talking about the honey monster. Yeah, is that not what it's about? Oh, classic. Gotcha. Classic Dave. I saw the trailer a while ago and thought it looked really good. And then I heard pretty bad reviews about it. So, I so like George pumped. Clooney and I like Julia Roberts and I like Jodie Foster who directed it. So, oh, did she we'll see. It? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we know some stuff about this. Let's and give it a go. And the main thing right. is we heard it's a really short duration. Uh, we think we're at the right cinema here. Bit of insider, uh, yeah, yeah, we're here. Okay, Kathy's just gone in ahead of me, so I'm, I'm by myself now. I don't know why I'm still talking. I better stop. Oh, she's checking if they show the movie or not. No, it's the other cinema. Okay, that means we've got loads of extra time. <laughs> I think we said talk. it all. <laughs> to um, talk. I'm well, not- let's, do you want to talk about the unique situation with these two cinemas, where it's like, uh, so our local cinema is actually split into two buildings that are about two or three minute walk apart I don't know why this is you don't quite know which one you're going to and the weird thing is you often see someone walking down the street with a big bucket of popcorn because they've gone to the wrong cinema bought their treat and then realised but my main um, point for this podcast is are you jealous I did one with my mum oh you want to talk about it Dave was jealous Um, I did one without him I was I think I was I wasn't jealous I was uh, I was a I was a bit upset when I realised that you two were actually better than <laughs> than you and me, uh, and now I'm like, I'm well, having, it was I'm more having like doubts. your fundamental role of being the person who can operate the voice recorder. I know Turns I'm useless I can now. Do it. Yeah. So. However, you did need to put it online. Of, what's the point of me? Yeah. So basically, it's going to be you and your mom's podcast, and then I'm just your 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 sort of tech. Yeah. Your but tech if it was advisor. me and my mom, it would be pretty infrequent, given we live geek. in different countries. Uh, that's true. It would yeah. be far less exciting. Anyway, this is way too rambling an intro. This is quite the filler. Um, um, all right. Well, here we go. I might be the one with the gun here, but I'm not the real criminal. It's people like these guys. I got my finger on the trigger. I'm telling you, it's rigged. The whole damn thing. But I don't know who to trust. They're stealing everything from us, and they're getting away with it, too. How's that even fair? Just keep talking to him. All right? You're good at that. I got my finger on the trigger. You lost a lot of money when the market tanked. They tracked down his girlfriend. That was everything we had. Every last cent. What are you doing? I'm just trying to survive. I'll get you some answers. Nobody was asking any questions before. These guys could expose everything. We both want an explanation for what went wrong. We don't know. Right, so we're just out of Money Monster. Uh, Kathy, give them one of your famous, less than concise <laughs> summaries. No, which this one's actually... Being the whole this, movie. this one's easy to summarize. Um... So George Clooney is a TV presenter who hosts a show where he gives stock market tips. 
and advises people on how to spend their money. There's a real show like that on, on Fox. I'm sure there's loads of real shows it, like they it. They reference it in Arrested Development all the time. All right, okay. Anyway, he gives advice. We start, the movie is all set over one day and um, he is starting the show and his director is Julia Roberts and they're having, you know, witty slash tedious banter and then um, <laughs> while it's live on air, a guy shows up who's got a bomb and a gun he straps it to George Clooney and the premise is you gave me bad advice I lost my life savings and I'm here to fuck you all up um, I want you to admit that you did it wrong I want the director of the company who's played by Dominic West to admit what he did wrong and then um, the rest unravels let's do a spoiler free one because so we'll assume people won't have seen yeah, this yeah I don't think anyone's really going to see this uh, yeah. I mean, maybe we'll talk a little bit of detail I mean, it has big end. names like it has George Clooney and Julia Roberts yeah good cast alright yeah. um, so, what all do right, you so think? I, uh, I I wasn't very impressed I just, so many it didn't just didn't hold together great premise I love the setup. yeah same um, and I like movies that are self-contained um, in one location and sort of play in real time and that have sort of, and hostage hostage negotiation things are always great especially when you've uh, you know that sort of Stockholm syndrome thing between the the, mm-hmm. the hostage uh, you know the, the hostage taker and the hostage um, but so many logic holes in this yeah a lot of plot right? holes did you just feel not, not necessarily plot holes I but just felt like the characters did things that didn't feel exactly didn't like f- real things that like, you would do let's, let's, let's address the biggest one uh, which I think we're on the same page here is Nothing Julia Roberts did made any sense from the beginning. It's like straight away, she was um, she was like on the ho- she was on the kidnappers th- side. Which didn't I think make any she was sense. on the side of making. So they set they set up, and this isn't a spoiler. It has to say live on air because he says if you take me off air, I'm, I'll shoot George Clooney in the head. So I think, and I think it was made clear enough that she was like, well, then I'm out to produce a good show. I didn't believe it, but, but I think if we suspend disbelief, her intent was logical. I get that, I get that, which is fine, and they need that for the movie to work. Yeah, because otherwise there's no movie. But what she does from that point on is ignore the police. She basically... Um, where are you going? Uh, she basically ignores the police <laughs> from from the beginning she cuts them off she <laughs> yeah, but she cuts off the police and then spends all her time like uh instead of trying to get her people to safety um in, and she has an opportunity to do that where she only lets so, only tells some of the people to leave um and then the rest don't yeah, that was annoying. for some which was frustrating and then she spends the rest of the time investigating the story like 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 a journalist okay and, i think you need to get suspend disbelief right okay. i agree was that was annoying Outside of that, what did you think of it? Look, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. Um, couple of really, couple of really nice turns where um, you think something is going to go one way and then it goes in a completely opposite way. Yeah, and it's quite, that, I like so, that. So that there was a Just few, when I was getting really bored, it would pick up again. Yeah, there was a few nice plays on convention where they sort of set you up for these big moments that you think it's going to go one way and then it goes another way so that was nice there were some nice there were some sort of good light touches to the humour yeah there was a good few laughs I thought the audience oh also to be noted the cinema was dead yeah so dead I mean Maybe that's 10 people this is a Friday night and this is movie just came out I yeah. think or it's been out a few days so not a, not a good sign for it I mean lots of laughter though in the film I thought yeah people seem to enjoy it 
Um, did you notice it was a very elderly audience? Yeah, uh, or maybe that's just where well. we live. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you What do you think? So at the start, I was like, "Oh shit, this is so boring," and it's a short movie; it's under ninety minutes. But I thought this was going to drag. It's kind of and a good it was length. Dragging, and then actually, I got into it, and I. But I agree, like, I mean, we both cite numerous times at ridiculous things that were happening on screen. But when I was like, oh, fine, I'll suspend disbelief, because otherwise this is just going to be torturous. But actually, I I ended up really liking the... I liked it as it went on. And I think the problem is the setups in the trailer. So if you've seen the trailer, like, the first 20 minutes are dull, because it's like, yeah, fine, get on with it. I liked, um, I guess, politically, I, I lean... I agree with the political sentiment of the movie, which is, you know it's terrible what big bankers are doing with people's money and it's awful that someone like that can put his life savings into something based on what he would have considered a solid recommendation and a company just destroys his life and there's just no to me I'm just I'm interested in that politically so I think yeah the plot was a bit weak I didn't necessarily think the guy had enough motivation to be on a TV show shooting up but all those things aside, I agreed with the sentiment. Can I just pick up pick up from there? Yeah. Because I agree with you, and having watched the trailer, that's what I thought that the movie was going to be about, and I thought it was going to tackle those deeper issues of the class divide and capitalism. Um, and I thought that was what the fundamental sort of message, his message was going to be. But I feel like his his character and his motive, his character's motivation were just not strong enough and so the movie just became basically he was an, an, an idiot um, who made really st- a stupid mistake and he, his motivation well, he was very mistake. unclear he, tr- he trusted the system he trusted advice that he would have thought solid from a network from somebody who's a reputable financial advisor he poured his, and a his life company. savings in it. He oh, made an idiot. I'm not saying was, I would do that it was a really but, stupid thing no but they they said like he has a minimum wage job he isn't that educated and he has got a nest egg of money and he wants to invest it and George Clooney says on television this is safer than a savings account and he's a trusted expert anyway we can go down that road for too long but I liked that part of it so I liked that message on that though I feel like the movie didn't have enough to say that we don't already know yeah but fine we know it but how many movies talk about it Every movie really... since 2008. No, that's not true. Go on, yeah, name there's me been two a, movies. There's been a name million. Me two movies. Okay, what was that one with... Uh, I'm only uh, asking for two. Kevin Spacey. Um, in the last few years, it was about the banking crisis in 2008. That's one. Wolf of Wall Street is another. Um, no, but you're talking about top-level, big, big players. I'm talking about a normal person like this is, with a small nest egg by, by any standards. If you've made that profit from a house, he made sixty thousand dollars. That's it, which is US dollars. I, it's a, it's a relatively small amount of money. It's a huge amount to one person, and it's just dealing with the fallout from that. I I haven't se- I couldn't name two movies about that. I, okay, I just feel like movies about uh, capitalism and uh, the stock market are a dime a dozen. I feel like that's okay. A you play can't on name words. two though. So I well I can't name it because I don't remember the name of the movie. Um, but there's another one out recently with um, uh, the guy from... What, Dave? This is terrible, right? Move on. You've <laughs> no, proven my point. No. <laughs> Can I say what my other two points were that I liked about it? Uh, yeah. Um, Andrew Garfield and the guy um, who played Zod in Superman are are playing people who play off the property market and uh, 
it's about how the poor people get I'm really rambling yeah you're here. really rambling right um, I'm sorry so I'm I very liked, tired um, someone find that out for me I liked someone the, back me up I liked the female characters um, I think even if Jodie if I hadn't known Jodie Foster directed it and I ha- she's not a director I know I haven't actually seen anything else she's ever directed I didn't think directed. the direction was good um, I didn't think the direction was good because I thought scenes that should have been thrilling weren't thrilling they were quite dull but I really liked I felt like there was more care given to female characters than in your average movie like that yeah, and that I are had, generally um, directed by men I had heard that Jodie Foster beefed up Julia Roberts's role apparently it was a little bit underwritten originally okay um, um, and Julia Roberts was, she was good great. she's like, good like we both work in TV I thought she was a very accurate representation of a director to be honest I yes except she was that great. nothing she did made sense yeah but I but think it, she was very low key she, like for her I thought it was a really good performance um, but I really liked and not just because she's Irish but I think she is Irish oh, we just really saw a rat oh did we did you see it no Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, also we're not walking usual route we're walking along the river no we're down by the rats evening, yeah. tonight <laughs> um but what I liked was the Irish um, CEO, Chief Communications Officer yeah, of, I love the, the, of the baddie Dominic West um, company. And she oh, spoiler alert, he's the baddie. She, well, he's um, the, the stock You know that from the guy, minute. So therefore he's a baddie. She, was she really Irish? She seemed to have a genuine nor- kind of northern Yeah, accent. and I liked that it wasn't a, like mentioned or it was a big deal. It was just, she just yeah, had an accent. and I really liked nice. and, I mean, the fact can- that she called someone out for saying, I've seen girls like you before. And she said, girls like me? Yeah, she that was a, is so sexist and diminishing. Character. So I liked All that right. she was just in it. That was cool. Um, We're very really, pro-Irish. I liked, podcast. but just as a general, like, cool female character who wasn't all, like, you know, trivially sexy, for which would generally be somebody in that role. And I love Dominic West, obviously, so he was a plus. So, yeah, I liked, I thought you could feel there was just a bit of a more focus on female characters. And then what I really liked, my absolute favourite thing about it, and this kicked in at the end, was... Um, the commentary on social media and how people consume events and everyone's obsessed with this event and then life just moves on and it's almost instantly forgotten about and yeah that was a nice touch point I thought that was actually really sad at the end I cried a little bit you cried? it's like somebody can put their life on the line because they're trying to they're really trying to spoiler make a point now. no I'm just saying somebody's really trying to make a point about something and the whole world tunes in and then everyone and just forgets it reminded me of it's the Truman Show the way everyone was sat around um, yeah that's true watching it and was, and I then memes get created out of it and people are making memes like that was genuinely like what? she was being I thought that <laughs> those, was a bit biting those memes were pretty funny they were funny um, so yeah they're the bits I like about it but I mean overall like you know it's not a particularly solid film it I was think flat. it's a nice one to what pass what do you think of George Clooney I thought I, did, I didn't think his performance really worked for me or his character arc I was like I couldn't quite I believed him I mean he's a good actor I believed him, him in the role I was certainly not his finest moment I really like it was um, just George Clooney though George Clooney felt like he was almost too big for that role no I mean because he's playing the role of a TV host so he's naturally charismatic I liked him and Julia Roberts relationship actually I think they're really good on screen together yeah Ocean's Eleven yeah I liked his uh, his uh, rapper dance when he came out with the yeah, hat that was unexpected that was beginning. funny Look, I, so basically I would say it's like a movie to pass the time with and I liked the politics of it and I liked I liked the cast and I liked the, you know, it's directed by her and but I, don't, I wouldn't be rushing, sending anyone rush out to see it though. It was a very grey and dull looking movie. I don't know if it was that deliberate, but it looked very washed out. Yeah. Um, it wasn't it was so particularly untense, visually interesting. Yeah, for a thriller, like for that kind of a not movie, tense like, at all. At no point was I like... Oh, sorry, quick. and nothing the cops did made sense either. And without going into too much details, this is in the tra- in the trailer as well. They end up walking through the city with an active bomb. Um, 
and just the, all the actions of everybody in this movie is absolutely farcical. Yeah, it's like, so you're putting the whole city George of New York Clooney. at risk now by walking around with a bomb. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I also, but I really like. Sorry, going back to it, I really like that. You know, they had the character of him, of the guy who's a good actor. I haven't seen him before. Um, yeah, he was good. He like reiterates. You know, like I work a minimum wage job. I live in New York City. I earn fourteen dollars um, an hour. Can barely afford my rent. And it's just, you know, it's actually true. That's a we're in an echoey tunnel. Um, I just like seeing that story brought to the forefront and I thought he did it very well and um, I thought there was a really funny scene when I won't spoil it but when his girlfriend enters the fray that was really shocking and quite funny that was very well done she was great Um, so yeah I mean it's just disappointing it could have been so much better I don't without repeating myself it just didn't feel like it had anything to say and then it it just boiled down to, to no very little. I, fe- I felt like it thinks it had something to say, but it didn't really add anything to the conversation or explore anything in any great depth. Everyone was ultimately quite one-dimensional, and it just boils down to one specific uh, plot thread um, rather than you know analysing the industry as a whole. And I know, like the industry of, I guess, st- we're getting some great echoes here. Um, <laughs> Industry, I guess, capitalism and Wall Street, you know, markets, etc., etc. It didn't really—I don't know—it didn't, it didn't do it. It just scratched the surface of the whole thing. Well, it's interesting because I found it quite moving that part of it. Well, you're wrong, yeah. and let's leave it there. I thought I, th- for me, the, the stockbrokery stuff were the best bits. The dullest bits was when. Um, there was an attempt to create tension with him, like shooting the gun and shouting at people. Because at no point did I find him actually threatening. It just thought he seemed like a sweet, like young guy. Which I think was the point. Yeah. As well. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So I'm glad it was should short. Should we recommend? I think it, was, it was right to be short movie. Would you recommend people see this? I'd probably recommend it if, like, you're on a plane. Oh yes. And you want to pass the. This time. is the perfect plane movie. Yeah. <laughs> so don't bother spending your money. So many echoes tonight. This is podcast gold. Because <laughs> yeah, we're walking under um, bridges. Reverb effect. Um, I would, yeah, plane movie That's or DVD on a Friday night movie, not go to the cinema movie. So go book a flight somewhere. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter where, but you, you just got to watch this movie. It won't pass much time, though, because on a it's plane. quite short. But it felt longer. But I admire her restraint because most directors these days go way too long with movies. Yeah, I think hats off to any movie that can get under that ni- yeah. just under that ninety-minute yeah. mark. I really, I do value that in this day and age because we got out on time and it's still bright and there's rats everywhere. Cathy's um, whispering at me to plug our Twitter, so I'm going to do it. Um, follow us at the Cinemile. Uh, now she's now she's giving me a look because uh, I've given the behind the scenes of the show away. It's okay, it's okay. You can, you know, you can berate me in, on the podcast. No, like. it's fine. I'll berate you after. Oh great, okay. So we're on Twitter. Please follow us at the Cine Mile, and uh, subscribe to us if you're not already on iTunes or any of those other podcasty things that you might listen to. That's I'm not a very good host. I'm <laughs> no. sorry. I need to be prompted to do these things <laughs> and then given out to afterwards. Um, yeah, and so, I, I mean, I'd be... I'm interested to hear if anyone saw the movie. Yes, write You're to us. You're probably our friends will give us a text. You're probably... You, yeah, it's everyone probably listening mom. to this is your mom. A guest viewer and... and uh, a guest appearance and um, number one listener. So, so yeah. let us know what you think, Linda. <laughs> 
Well, uh, yeah, so I think we're both a bit low energy after it, though, you know. Didn't exactly keep Yeah, this is a off. really low, yeah. low energy podcast. So now we're we getting apologize. off of going to dinner, hence us not walking home tonight. Yeah, so here we go. Let's go for dinner. By loads of people Maybe we should review our them. dinner afterwards. No, right, come on, sign off. Is that a thing we could do? No. Okay, signing off. Goodbye. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.